Hey, it's Garen here. Inflation keeps rising. There won't be a better time than right now to replace the roof following the storm damage. Let the Shamrock team treat you to a free inspection and will replace the damage with the best roof at the best price. One call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. Third down seven, 33 is San Francisco. McKinnon the back, shotgun snap to Mahomes. Drops back, left tackle ball, goes to Kelsey, 30. Runs far side, 25, 20, sideline 15. Knocked out of bounds at the 12. Knocked out of bounds at the San Francisco 12. Catch and run, Kelsey, 23 yards. And a player down for the Niners on the far sideline. Travis Kelsey comes up with one of the biggest plays for the Chiefs with nine seconds left in regulation. All right, we continue right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Jason Anderson, Josh Briscoe, Dylan Michaels. We're hanging out at Rally House, Lenexa location off Quivira, Oak Park, and they are getting you set with all of the Super Bowl winning gear for the Chiefs' official Super Bowl winning gear at Rally House. Uh, I don't know. You can go back to Super Bowl 54 gear, Super Bowl 57, Super Bowl 58, getting you set for that parade coming up a couple of days from now, which right about now might be getting rolling, getting started uh, on Wednesday, on uh, Valentine's Day. So well, we will all be out there. You know what? It's a day to wear red. Valentine's Day, everybody wears red anyway, and we're going to be out there, lovers alike. Everybody's just going to be collectively loving up the Chiefs on Valentine's Day, and uh, we love Rally House because they are getting you set. They continue to get truckloads and shipments throughout the day at all 16 Rally House locations, so keep checking. If there's something specific you want, you show up, you're like, oh, it may not be in my size. It may be there in an hour um, as well, so uh, check that out, 16 different locations around the KC Metro. Rally House gear up to make a KC red and gold for the parade. Um, went to a um, Rally House in uh, Louisville over Christmas that uh, I was uh, buying my son some um, some gear. I was going to look for one of my buddies to get him some U.K. gear for Christmas. And then um, my son, I was trying to find like a U.K. basketball shirt while I'm there. Hard to find him here. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed walking around that Rally House in my Chiefs gear. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I was wearing a Chiefs um, uh, a pullover, yeah. a little quarter zip. Uh, I didn't realize it when I decided I was going to stop by. It was an impromptu thing. So I stopped by there and just walking through the Bengals stuff. Oh. Wearing the Chiefs gear. Must have felt like you were wearing a suit of armor. With people shopping for Chiefs stuff or for, for Bengals stuff, it, it had a it had a special feeling. Had hey, a really guys, special you could, feeling. You could wait like a month, and I think some of that will be about 25% off. <laughs> Uh, no, I... that's, that's, that's right. Uh, but Rally House, our location today. It's so cool going to uh, Louisville and looking at a Rally House because that's where I shop. If I need gear for my son or friends, I'm like, oh, let me let me head there. But 16 KC Metro locations, uh, Rally House getting you set for the parade coming up on Wednesday. Johnny's Tavern helping you out with 25% off. 25, thank you, Overtime. Got you 6% mm-hmm. off. 25% off Johnny's Tavern, Metro's premier sports bar, discounting the 18-inch New York-style specialty pizza for every KC game. Discount is now 25%. It's based on what the uh, the, the Chiefs score. And, again, dining only, 25% off on an 18-inch New York-style specialty pizza. Today only, dine-in only at Johnny's Tavern, Johnny's Tavern. 
com. You can go and check that out. 913-912-4810. I'll tell you this. A lot of text coming in. It is hard to get to the text uh, today, uh, so I will just go ahead and let people know that. Um, we are going to take calls tomorrow uh, because of the press conference with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and we got field dates coming up at noon and catching up on breaks and things like that and other things that we want to play and get to. So we are going to open up the phone lines tomorrow uh, for people to call in and celebrate and uh, give your thoughts on the dynasty, the championship. Uh, I know maybe it might not be as raw. Uh, tomorrow of those emotions and, and euphoria and maybe lack of sleep. Um, but uh, we'll do that tomorrow because we're going to talk with Adam Teicher on Thursday. Uh, the plan was that with no parade, we'd be talking with Adam Teicher on Wednesday. And I believe Adam Teicher said, uh, I can't go on Tuesday. And if there's a parade on Wednesday, we probably won't be able to do that. So I'll talk to you Thursday. Was that what Adam Teicher said? I'm going to quote him directly please, because Because he, sure. he called the shot. When we were scheduling, because Teicher's traveling tomorrow. Yes. Um, and and so and then Wednesday, getting no way we'd be able to, to work with getting getting down there to the parade and him trying to work around his schedule. When the actual parade will start, when we'd have him on, when they might be coming through. Too much stuff going on. So we're like, look, Wednesday's out. His exact phrasing here after I I was trying to we're going back and forth. All right, so Wednesday at noon if they lose, Thursday at noon if they win. He said that works. Talk to you Thursday, I think. Or Wednesday, very possible. <laughs> so, But he was planning. He was uh, always planning on talking to us I, I on like Thursday. to end it when he said talk to you Thursday. I do, too. I do, That's I why just, I stopped reading. Listen, he's a respectable journalist. He and is. I just I figured the least I could do is give the full uh, exact quotes of our private texts. <laughs> the least you can do. It's the least I could do. Give the full quote <laughs> of the private text. I think um, he picked the Chiefs on the record on Tuesday. So right. I, I think all I have done is tell you that he did think the Chiefs would win the game. It wasn't exactly, uh, you know, I'll, I'll streak down grand if there's not a parade there on Wednesday. <laughs> I want to hear uh, this clip from uh, McCole Hardman and Patrick Mahomes on the final play. This was the NFL Network set. So most people, uh, people may have seen this by now, um, but what was being shown over and over again last night after that happened was Mahomes interrupting and telling the story of yes. McCole Hardman not knowing that that was the end of the game. But there was more to it that was on the NFL Network set um, that it, they, they, didn't, they didn't typically play. So I want to play this uh, clip. Uh, Patrick Mahomes interrupts McCole Hardman at the uh, set with NFL Network, and they talk about that play, uh, and we find out the name of the play. And, uh, and so here's uh, McCole Hardman uh, on the set of NFL Network and then Patrick Mahomes coming on and interrupting and having some fun with uh, McCole. The game winning play call. Did you light up, bro? I mean, I mean, did you smile? Did you, did you like? Come on, man, this is about to be that moment. Man, Tom and Jerry Wright, y'all, y'all marking down. Tom and Jerry Wright. Um, it's a play we've been working for a long time now, man. And um, and the, the safety just, I mean, the corner just fell off on Trav. I'm like, I gotta be open, you know. Hey. I caught the ball and, and uh, I, I blacked out, man. I, I forgot that we, we actually won the game for a second. Nicole and Chris, congratulations on those rings. Oh, oh, you got a buddy that's uh, attacking the set here. Patrick hey, Mahomes. Can I tell a quick funny story? Please. <laughs> I threw a touchdown to this dude at the end of the game. And he looked at me. I said, and he had no idea. I said, dude, we just won the Super Bowl. And no. he, 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 he blacked out. He had no idea. I was like, bro, what? Because he, he didn't even celebrate at the beginning. I'm like, what are we doing? Hey, well, I see you were talking about, okay, uh, it's time to celebrate now. So, hey. Did, you seriously did not know the I game? Not, was... I blacked out. I literally blacked out. I swear to God, I blacked out. Okay. But right. I'm glad this man was running towards me, though, and <laughs> get me back to life. What, what is up? I got you. I don't know. I'm like, oh. That's crazy. So, once again, what's the name of this play? 
Um, Tom and Jerry. Uh, yeah, Tom and Jerry is the name of the play. We can guess who's who. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, the, same, the same motion, though. The same motion as we scored Corn Dog, and we scored a couple plays last year. So uh, we saved it for the right moment. So is um, now when he says who's so with Tom and Jerry Wright was the game winning play. There was Corn Dog motion. But the name of the play was Tom and Jerry Wright. So the three Super Bowl championships, we have Jet Chip Wasp, Corn Dog, and Tom and Jerry Wright. Amazing, by the way. But when he says Tom and Jerry Wright, you can guess who is who. Is he talking about Tom and Jerry, Mahomes and McColl? Is he talking about Tom and Jerry, Travis and McColl? Or is he talking about Tom and Jerry, the defense, and then the offensive player? My guess when I first heard it was Mahomes saying, you can guess who's who, as in, like, I'm Jerry. I'm the clever, right. cunning one that, that uh, Tom can never get. Or the offense is Jerry, and the defense is Tom that can never capture Jerry. I, I thought this last night, and then I forgot to, like, actually double-check and make sure that I wasn't just imagining this. Was there not a conversation about a Tom and Jerry play Last year, ooh, I don't know. I, 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 I don't remember one. I have in my head there being something with Travis Kelsey and Clyde edwards Lair. Okay. And them having some sort of Tom and Jerry thing where it's little guy behind the big guy. And maybe it was just that they talked about it um, and, and never actually got to run it or something. I'm not sure. But that phrase sounded familiar to me. Oh, okay, hold on. I found it from our friends at KSHB 41. That was quick. October 3rd, 2021. Travis Kelsey's Tom and Jerry play acting help Chiefs pummel Eagles. So that was what they called it when, I think, when he went out and, like, fully decoyed, like, he like he didn't know what was going on. Did he do a cartwheel? I don't know if it was a cartwheel <laughs> or not. Um, but uh, goal line hijinks here. I think it was a Clyde touchdown. So Kelsey motions in here. This is against the Eagles in the regular season. This is when he, oh, he so goes it, out it actually ended that up way. Being a sho- an underhand shovel pass. To Clyde there. But that wasn't a, a corn dog motion. So it was Tom and Jerry Wright with corn dog oh. motion. That looked like a completely different play. This does look play. like a completely different thing. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have being like a middle screen. I'm going to have know? to d- double check the. Uh, so it's it brain- interesting. So the play is called Tom and Jerry. And the brainchild uh, of Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Some of the guys go off on the side. We end up making it happen playing the Tom and Jerry role. Clyde said, obviously, I'm Jerry and Trav was Tom on the play, so you all can kind of figure it out from that point. So it, the phrasing was used. I don't know that anything yeah. else in the play actually seems similar, having now rewatched the play in question. Well, the fact that you remembered there being something about Tom and Jerry from 2021, well done, sir. All I remember is the funny names the Chiefs give their plays. I'm yeah. still mad about the uh, got to catch them all not actually turning into a touchdown. I'm going to go with the defense is Tom and the Chiefs offense is Jerry. That makes sense. Because Jerry is the cunning, clever, never getting caught by Tom that thinks, I mean, Tom is. Nick Bosa is Tom. Oh, 100%. Nick Bosa is Tom just crashing down from the edge on whatever play action and and uh, action that, that the Chiefs are showing there there'd be a handoff to the running back and not getting outside when Mahomes on those play actions then rolling because it happened twice with Mahomes picking up first downs on runs when it was the play action one to Clyde Edwards-Alaire and then one to Isaiah Pacheco on fourth and one when Mahomes keeps it himself and picks up the first down a little pump fake to uh, Travis Kelsey or guess that was earlier the pump fake to Noah Gray yeah and then Travis Kelsey there in overtime on fourth down Um, the overtime on fourth down is really interesting because 
if the Chiefs got the ball first, I don't know. And they were sitting at fourth and one in know. that situation. Do they go for it? I don't know. Or does Andy Reid punt it away and know that a field goal wins the game? Jason, I'm so bleeping glad I don't have to think about that. I'm glad I don't either. <laughs> like, I am getting stressed out thinking about it. I hate how close we got to having fourth down discourse, two-point conversion discourse. We a little whisper here. We haven't talked about the refs at all, and it's okay. No one what? Would, there's just they weren't an issue, which is cool. Shout out to Bill Vinovich. We don't have to talk about officials after a Chiefs Super Bowl? I mean, it's, when it's flatly fixed, the refs don't have to work as hard. Okay. But, uh... I am so glad that I don't need to know the answer to your question because I did think about it many times. The fact that, now we, we joked that McCole Hartman blacked out and didn't remember that they won the game, and then the Chiefs, by the way, the Chiefs sideline knew that, yeah. because when McCole Hartman caught the ball, the Chiefs sideline flooded in, because you can see it when they when they show the view from behind, uh, from the end zone, um, uh, the, the end zone of where they caught the touchdown, not behind Patrick Mahomes, but the view behind the defense. When McCole Hardman catches the ball and it shows that view, the 49ers sideline is still, and you can understand why, but the Chiefs sideline is flooding onto the field. It looks like Chris Jones just made a million dollars. Yes. <laughs> it almost looks like that. I'm not sure. I don't know what a million dollar run the looks like. Second most um, excited of the sidelines yes. all year. But how about this little uh, nugget um, from the ringer? Yeah. The Chiefs overtime plan worked out exactly how they hoped. And it wasn't by accident. Kansas City safety Justin Reed told the ringer the Chiefs had first discussed the new overtime rules as far back as training camp. Defensive lineman Chris Jones told me players were prepared for what to expect if the Super Bowl went to overtime. We talked through it this for two weeks, Jones said. How we were going to give the ball to the opponent. If they scored, we were going to go for two at the end of the game. We rehearsed it. The 49ers did not do the same. Multiple San Francisco 49er players said after the game that they were not aware that the overtime rules are different in the playoffs than they are in the regular season. And strategy discussions over how to handle the overtime period did not occur as a team. Defensive lineman Eric Armstead said he learned the details of the postseason rule when it was shown on the Allegiant Stadium Jumbotron during a TV timeout after regulation. Fullback Kyle Juszczyk said he assumed the 49ers asked to receive when they won the toss because that's what you do in the regular season when a touchdown wins the game. I guess that quote. I guess that's not the case. I don't really know the strategy. End quote. Kyle Uzcheck. Chris Jones knew that if they won the toss, the defense was going to have to be out there first because the Chiefs were going to kick, and the Chiefs have already discussed. And Chris Jones knew that if the defense gave up a touchdown, the Chiefs would then score a touchdown and go for two. That was discussed. In training camp. In training camp. Eric Armstead learned the rules in real time at the end of regulation. Eight months later. Eric Armstead learned the rules of overtime in the playoffs eight months after the Chiefs talked about it as a team. Kyle Juszczyk learned it after the game. I assumed... We took the ball because that's what you do in the regular season. Now, there can be debates on do you want the ball first, do you want the ball second. I would, I can see, I actually can see both sides on this. Yeah, there's an argument. Yeah, there's absolutely an argument. I would rather have it to where if I have Patrick Mahomes, I want the ball second because I want to know if I need to go for it on fourth down. So the fact that the Chiefs got the ball second, they gave up the field goal, and on fourth and one at their own, what, 34-yard line, they go for it. 
fourth and one on their own 34-yard line if they got the ball first. I don't know what Andy Reid does. I would pray and hope he would go for it still. But you knew you had to, and the game was on the line. And you force a guy like Patrick Mahomes to know he has four downs. You know what that also does? It also helps you when you've got a player in MVS who catches a six-yard pass but runs ten yards backwards for some reason, does his best to Marcus Robinson, and it sets up second and 13. Now, second and 13, if you've got the ball first, is different than second and 13 when you've got the ball second because you have three downs to pick up 13. So you know what they did on second and 13? A quick little throw to MVS who caught the ball, got up the field, picked up eight yards or uh, seven yards because it was third and six. And you know what they did on third and six? They took the all-out blitz from the 49ers, and Mahomes waited and gained depth and waited and waited and lobbed it to a busting wide-open Rasheed Rice for the first down. That was short of the first down marker. Mm -hmm. They were second and 13, and the next two throws were short of the first down marker. Do they do that if they got the ball first? I don't know. But that's why if you have Patrick Mahomes, I want the ball second. Because if I'm facing second and long, second and 13 or 14, I've got three downs to pick it up. They didn't need three downs to pick it up. And you know a touchdown wins the game. If you got the ball first, a touchdown doesn't win the game. A touchdown puts you in position. Now, the strategy that Kyle Shanahan was talking about was, well, if each team matched the score, it was sudden death, and then we got the ball. So then it becomes sudden death and we got the ball. But both teams have to match the exact score for you to have that specific advantage in the game. You have to score a touchdown, they score a touchdown, and don't go for two. You have to kick a field goal, and they kick a field goal. You have to either not score and they don't score to get the ball back in a sudden death. That's a lot that has to happen for you to have the advantage. And when number 15's over there, I don't want him holding the big trump card in spades and having the chalk last at the chalkboard, like Spags likes to say, and say, this is what I need? Cool. This is what I'll get. Because then you can use all of the resources at your disposal. Like you said, maybe it's a short pass in a, in a second and long situation. And, again, it, when Shanahan is saying that idea that you're, you, you want to have the ball in a potential sudden death possession, but if you if you – need a touchdown, score a touchdown as the second team with the ball, you elect to go for two there, you guarantee that's the last possession. That's all that's all the the receiving the ball first actually guarantees you. It's if I if I score a touchdown and we kick a field goal, I give the ball back to you and you have to score a touchdown and get a two-point conversion and then you win. Or you can tie it and give it back to us in a sudden death circumstance, which again, the Chiefs already had the plan for. No, we would have gone for two there assuring that there was no advantage to be gained by the Niners. So all of that, to me, emphasizes that the Chiefs were on the right side of that strategy, despite the fact there were some people, as soon as that rule came out, it might have been a Seth Walder thing or something like that. One of the kind of analytics guys did like a poll of analytics uh, members in, in NFL front offices, and it was very, very balanced. It was very close between ball first, ball second, or depends on circumstances, whether your quarterbacks, stuff like that. But I am, I am very glad, and I think it's no accident, that the Chiefs had a plan and the Niners were, were surprised by the rules. <laughs> like I said in the first hour, like some of the stuff about knowing, finding ways to win and having clutch DNA and all of that stuff that is very oftentimes just kind of filling the inexplicable when it's really hard to explain what makes a team special, 
In this instance, we've got a lot of good examples. The Chiefs worked on this bleep in training camp, and the <laughs> Niners were surprised when it showed up on the Jumbotron. It's unbelievable. And, and it's just like little details like that continue to impress you more and more about yeah. Andy Reid and why they are in the position they are and why he had knocked on the door so many times and hadn't busted through. And it was viewed as this guy can't win the big game. Did he figure out how to win the big game, or did he have a generational quarterback now that he was – in tandem with instead of pulling donovan mcnab up to you know the surface Mm -hmm. and pulling alex smith up to the surface he's surfing with patrick mahomes terrible analogy i know it's the first thing that i thought of for whatever reason um but now you have a generational quarterback and you're winning these games that attention to detail isn't new there's no way that can be new now it might have been learned over the years of certain things because that attention to detail can come when you've got so many other things that are sort of just plug in place Mm -hmm. sort of just this is what we do this is what we've done we have um, amended these we have tweaked these we have um, sort of molded these different things we do in training camp and week by week and by week and playoffs and super bowl week what our routines are that we can throw in other little things and this team has been there done that that we can throw more things in there but to say you know we just played in the super bowl but be aware everybody in training camp be aware playoff rules are different now I don't, I, I don't know where the clip is. It's somewhere out there of Mahomes saying something like, I wonder what they'll change the rules to now, mm. which is just brilliant. That, uh, I didn't the miss Chief, that completely. The wow. Chiefs are still sort of salty Better over the, the the rules being changed <laughs> because the Chiefs beat the Bills, but nobody said squat after the Patriots won yep. against the Chiefs. But all of a sudden, oh, my God, the Bills, Josh Allen, let's uh, go out of our way for him. But the rules are different, and Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs were aware of that and presented that in training camp it's just brilliant stuff man it's stuff that you just simply can't make up and it's stuff that you learn about and read about and continue to find out what separates this team and what will continue to separate this team as andy reed was asked about retirement and said i haven't thought about it but people keep asking i haven't gone there haven't thought about it he he was asked specifically are you going to return said yep to hang with you adam so good and adam teicher responded that's a good enough reason Last night, Matt Derrick, I think, quote tweeted the video of Andy uh, Reid falling on top of Chris Jones and oh, that, that whole scene. I mean, are you kidding me? It's unbelievable. But Matt, Matt quote tweeted that with something like, "This is the greatest love story the NFL has to offer." <laughs> and I would like, I would like to suggest that Andy Reid and Adam Teicher is on the podium. It's top three. You, you got uh, Taylor and Travis. You got uh, Andy and Chris, and you got Andy and Adam. I mean. Andy Reid's, apparently he's got a whole love triangle going on, but uh, I could listen to that all day long. By the way, it's uh, brought up and brought to my attention uh, that um, Andy Reid, apparently for the first time, he didn't say time's yours. Whoa! I wasn't even paying attention to that, but apparently Andy Reid did not say time's yours. This is a new Andy Reid. It's all new Andy Reid. He's one back-to-back. Everything's different. Is, is that, are, you saying, are you saying today or today. also last night? No, t- today he didn't go to the I wonder if he said say, it last night. Uh, with that time's yours. I'm curious now if he broke form last night. Dylan, I know, don't worry about doing it this segment, obviously, yeah, but this, Dylan, yeah. in the break, if you could just verify for us if yeah. last night, if Andy Reid said time's yours. And verify this one, too. I mean, I don't uh, doubt it. There's multiple people that have said that he didn't say time's yours because that's just something that you think of. But, oh, my God, he didn't say time's yours, Andy Reid, which, uh, which is crazy. We'll take a timeout. Time is yours, uh, commercial and sponsors. <laughs> uh, we are here at Rally House, uh, Quivira. 
Lenexa location by Oak Park and uh, Chiefs Kingdom. They are getting you geared up for the parade coming up in 48 hours, baby. Um, if you're heading to Grand to watch this grand franchise celebrate yet another Super Bowl, Rally House is getting you ready to go to paint the town red and gold throughout the off season, throughout the regular season, throughout the year, and certainly on Wednesday, a day for lovers, and Valentine's Day will be extra special this year with your Kansas City Chiefs wearing the red that we wear on Valentine's Day, and it means a lot more this year. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back, continue rolling. More Zone next. Pacheco in the backfield. Mahomes in the gun. His own 39. Shotgun formation. Gets the snap. Rolls to the numbers. Stops. Goes a pass down the middle of the field. Pass at the 10. And down at about the 12-yard line. Let's see. It's hard. To, let's see where the knee hit. They say he makes it to the 9. On a 53-yard completion. Long throw Mahomes. Chiefs will have it first down and goal to go on that long completion to the nine of San Francisco. This was crazy. It was a roll to the left. They faked the corner and came back to the post. Deshaun Gibson was over on that side. He didn't locate the football. It should have been an interception by him. Couldn't find the football. Ball goes over his head. Huge play for the Chiefs. We are back here on Sports Radio 810 WHB The Zone. Jason Anderson, Josh Briscoe, Dylan Michaels. We head up until 2 o'clock. Rally House, our location today off Quivira in Lenexa at uh, Oak Park location. They are getting you set for the Super Bowl. The Chiefs winning it yet again. Number four in franchise history. One away from the second most all-time. And uh, three in the last five years with the now dynasty no questions about it no ifs ands or buts about it it is a dynasty the chiefs are in the middle of that you guys are in the middle of enjoying and watching and celebrating and just um, uh, embracing the dynastic uh, qualities that this team has presented over the last five years rally house getting you set with all of that 16 kc metro rally house locations they will have continual shipments and deliveries throughout the uh, the days for rally house and all the different locations um that's uh, where we are today at two o'clock we're actually going to be at the uh, power and light location tomorrow so we'll be at the PL location tomorrow for uh, Rally House. So if you're around there uh, and want to come out and uh, shake the hand of Josh Briscoe, you can do that. If you want to come out and uh, ignore me, and you can do that. Uh, last uh, Friday we were up north, and uh, people came out just to take a picture with Mick Schaefer, which you can oh, do today as well. Yes. Because Mick will be here around 1 o'clock. If you are looking for a picture with KSHB41's Mick Schaefer, he'll be here around 1 o'clock. So um, we can uh, we can have that for you as well. And if you ask him uh, for a picture, I'll actually go ahead and just slip you five bucks. Cause we're trying to get Mick's ego back up a little bit. Oh, it's tough, just yeah. he's just he's become such a uh, – such a, a really a wilted version of himself. It's just I'd like man. to see him get some energy back again. Pedals are falling off daily. It's, yeah, it's, it's really it's, sad. Uh, it's disappointing. It really yeah. is. It's uh, time to build up that man's ego. Yeah, bloom off the rose, if you will. <laughs> this is back-to-back years we've talked about redemption stories, that, or at least redemption stories have been a part of the overall story of the Super Bowl. Last year, the redemption story of the uh, 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 punt returns and Sky Moore and the special teams and Harrison Butker and missing field goals and the issues with the holding and the snap and the operation that was there and all through the year that took place and yet they get into the postseason and against the Bengals they have a big punt return with Sky Moore. Harrison Butker buries an almost 50-yarder 
in the cold with a flat football that he didn't know that it was going to make it all the way there, and they get into the Super Bowl, and Kadarius Toney has a huge punt return to set up the Chiefs taking another lead or extending a lead, and then they um, uh, Harrison Butker kicks another field goal to win the game. There was redemption last year. That was part of the story, and somehow this uh, season yet again, back-to-back years, it's a redemption story. Marquez Valdez-Scantling caught a touchdown in this game. He has been enemy number one most of the season, a lot for the wide receivers. Certainly he has not been able to dodge some of the uh, criticism on this show. It's been a lot of criticism towards MVS on this show. McCole Hardman was a guy that uh, has been viewed throughout his career as not good enough. He's been compared to Tyreek. It was a bust, all of the things you want to talk about. Then they trade for him, and he can't track the ball against the Miami Dolphins. And what are you trading for this guy for? And you gave up a pick for this. And then he fumbles into the end zone against the Buffalo Bills. And um, a couple of people re- or at tweeted me the uh, uh, my immediate tweet of saying, uh, that should be the last time a Cole Hardman ever touches the ball in a Chiefs uniform again. Yeah. Uh, and then I replied to those of, starting now. <laughs> starting now. But he catches the game-winning touchdown. Yep. Mahomes throws two touchdowns, one to MVS and one to McCole Hardman. It is amazing what the last couple of years have presented. And I think, to me, that's a credit to the coaching staff. I think it's a credit to the players as well that at any point – Patrick Mahomes or Andy Reid or anybody else could have just said, all right, MVS, get the hell out of here. Um, sorry, you're, you're not playing. No longer. Uh, we can't do it. We can't trust you. You are not playing. They could have said that, yet they kept playing them, uh, much to the chagrin of a lot of people, myself included, of why were they doing that. Uh, McCole Hardman fumbles the ball into the end zone. Could have been, all right, McCole, done. Done. You're not touching the ball anymore. Yet he has that deep pass, catches it, tracks it. The safety didn't track it. He tracked it, got down inside the 10-yard line. And then he has the Tom and Jerry right with corn dog motion for the uh, game-winning touchdown. I'm I'm looking forward to next year of who we uh, talk about is bad on this team and needs to be cut or needs to be benched, so then they can be a Super Bowl hero. I, I, that's clearly the path. I, I got two angles on this, and I got to give them in in a coupling here because I'm going to sound like a hater with one or like I'm missing the details on the other. So the, I am of I am of two minds on it because. MVS and McCole Hardman's touchdowns were Andy Reid's touchdowns. I mean, those are schemed up, masterful. I was watching the replay just now. I hadn't noticed, but Nate Tice tweeted the clip and and made a point of it. Travis Kelsey, while the ball is in the air on the Hardman touchdown, is looking at the Jumbotron, raising his hands to to signal touchdown. He's watching it on the Jumbotron because he knows as as soon as Traverius Ward comes down, and he, he knows. Those are those are Andy Reid touchdowns. Those guys were wide open in both of those plays, in large part because of the gravitational pull of Travis Kelsey. Different guys could have caught those passes, and last year they did. Last year it was Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony, two guys who had literally no impact on this game this year, despite being wide receiver one and two coming into the year, arguably. <laughs> Which is crazy to think about. That's another big picture. That's like a Wednesday talk yeah. that we should have. We'll get into that uh, this week or next week or sometime in June. Definitely. But one of – but. Of those two touchdowns, again, I, I think it's more about the play than the individual players on the receiving end of both of those plays. But this is where part two is vital because I don't want to discount what MVS and Hardman did. A- Andy talked about it some with Hardman after the game, I think. They still had to be ready for that moment to belong to them. I- I'm saying that other guys could have been in that spot, but they weren't. 
the Chiefs tightened up their rotation and said, "All right, who are we going to put?" Because you say, "Hey, you know, they could have they could have just sent him to Mars." That's what they did with Kadarius Tony. <laughs> yeah. we, we we didn't see Kadarius Tony after the Patriots game in a Chiefs uniform. I'm sure he was truly hurt for at least some of it. He wasn't yesterday. Nope. He just was a healthy scratch. Sky Moore active over him. Justin Ross was a healthy scratch too. Again, you know, whatever stuff happens. But as they narrowed that group down and decided who they trusted. MVS and McCole Hardman wearing the awkward number 12 were both on the right side of that line. And the Chiefs had to pick some guys they could trust in those moments. They needed three or four receivers they could physically throw the football to that they believe would not let them down in those moments. And when those guys were schemed open in the end zone in two plays they had to have, they both were in the right headspace to make that catch and be heroes again. That all coexists for me. Those touchdowns might as well have been thrown by Andy Reid. He should get them on his stat sheet. He should be the receiver. Andy Reid had two receiving touchdowns (laughs) yesterday. But those players had to be there to actually execute in the, 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 I was going to say the most like tense moment of their football lives, but they both played in last year's Super Bowl. So I I don't know. I I guess it it depends on the circumstances. But that's, again, a a team being an honest-to-goodness team and and that being the thing that allowed them to go back-to-back. The um, as we take a break and talking about that, and it's a great point about you know the, the two touchdown uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, touchdown throws to Andy Reid and Andy Reid. Yep. <laughs> I think that's what it should be in the with, with an has. assist to Travis Kelsey on both of them. Yes, hundred percent. Because the MBS yes. was wide open because the safety came down and crashed down on Travis Kelsey, which threw which made it easy for Mahomes just to lob it up there and uh, made it easier for MVS to catch, although it looked a little nip-tuck at times when he was catching it and putting it away. Yeah, he did double-clutch it a little bit. Oh, it was, oh, a, goodness, it man. was a lot. Just be smooth. Um, either way, McCole Hardman had as many touchdown receptions in the Super Bowl as he did receptions with the New York Jets this year. Unbelievable. <laughs> so there you go. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back more zone next. <laughs> All right, continuing here on Sports Radio 810 WHB as uh, we wrap up this hour. We will talk with Field Yates from ESPN NFL Insider, our final conversation of the season with Field Yates, and um, yet another final conversation with Field Yates that is about a Super Bowl win for your Kansas City Chiefs. We're hanging out at Rally House. The location for us here until 2 o'clock is off Quivira in Lenexa, Oak Park location, and uh, you can come here and get all of your Chiefs gear, get you set for the parade coming up on Wednesday, and just simply... Chiefs Super Bowl champions yet again. The dynasty is real, and it's spectacular, and it continues to go on. And as Patrick Mahomes said last night, they are still rolling. They're just getting started, baby, with three of them. Uh, And uh, Rally House will continue throughout today, tomorrow, and on into whenever. They've got you geared up for everything you need. 16 KC Metro Rally House locations, and all of those locations continue to get shipments throughout the day. So keep checking them out. Field Yates next.